Hello everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Vader's Basement. I'm Jared. I'm Jared. Wait a minute. That's <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm Liam. <laughs> and uh, sorry for the delay uh, between episodes here. It's been a minute since we've actually been recording. There's been a few things that have come up that have made it a little difficult for us to uh, get together and record. And uh, we're, we're here now. Yep. We're here now, and uh, I just wanted to kind of give a little update as far as where the podcast is going, we will be planning to take a break from around Thanksgiving through Christmas and into the new year and start back up in 2023. Uh, the episodes between now and Thanksgiving may be a little spotty as our schedules are still a little out of whack at the moment. Yeah, but we'll, we'll probably have a couple more episodes to round out rest of this season. Yeah, rest of the 2022. Um, but then, like I said, we'll be back in 2023. That's the plan uh, anyway. And yep. kick off season two of the podcast uh and we're very excited about that and really just i'm just excited to be recording again because it yes. has been a very long time uh it is it yeah it, it's been a minute so. yeah yep well and you know it, it's it is like you said a bit difficult to get together you know we live relatively close by but um you know both being married both working full time you know we got a lot of a lot of stuff going on um but yep. this has really been a fun pet project for us over the past uh coming up on a year actually uh, which is crazy to think about you know we're 25 episodes in um and that's something that if yep. you had asked me a year ago do you think next year you'd have 25 episodes of a podcast recorded and published i would not have thought you know that would have necessarily been the case <laughs> but here we are yeah um thank you all for supporting us up to this point um it means a lot to um, see all the, the listener count, um, to see everyone from different countries, different parts of the world. Um, you know, we aren't necessarily a super big podcast, um, but, what? <laughs> but, um, I know Joe Rogan, us, here we come. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I know both of us really do enjoy getting together to talk about Star Wars, flesh out some ideas, and, uh, we hope that you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed making the podcast. Yeah. So that being said, given that it's been a while, there's a couple things we kind of just want to talk about. So this episode might be a little more versed and maybe maybe a little bit shorter. We'll see. Uh, we got a couple things to talk about. First, um, on segments of For the Republic, I, I'm pretty sure we did cover this, but I just want to hammer it in again because I'm just so excited that Knights of the Republic Project is continuing. Yep. Um, we got a confirmation that there will be a Star Wars movie mm -hmm. coming. We don't know many details about it, but we do know it's supposed to come in 2025. Yeah. December 2025. So, uh, a little bit out there. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my curiosity for this is, will this be, like, will they culminate everything that they've done? Because it's supposed to take place, um, maybe not. Because it's supposed to take place after episode uh, after episode nine, isn't it? It's supposed to take place afterwards. So never mind. Throw that out the window. I was gonna say, will this be the culmination of the Ahsoka arc sure. and the Mandalorian sure. arc and all this? Will they wrap it up in a movie? But I guess well, that we'll be. see. You know, as far as the shows go, and we'll kind of talk about this in uh, in the podcast today. But um, you know, we have a lot of TV shows out right now. We don't oh, have yeah. another movie on the horizon, which is a unique place to be for Star Wars. But. Mm -hmm. At least, I'm sorry, on the near horizon, right. um, being out in, you know, three years out. Um, so that's that's interesting. You know, you never know what surprises might come up. I feel like, um, you know, Disney and tends to uh, 
announce a lot of their things with Star Wars and Marvel. Unfortunately. Farther out than, you know, it is like, it, that's not just a year, right? No. Like, yeah. You, you kind of got to wait a while on these things. So um, it is an interesting place to be. We'll see what happens. But I do think it's possible that we could get some sort of culmination. But I think that would be in the form of like a longer episode of a TV series, right? I don't right. think we're going to quite go out to. And I mean, if you think about it, right? If you think about Andor. Yeah. And they drop three episodes at once. Yeah. That are 45 to 50 minutes. I mean... That's practically a movie. That's a movie. Yeah. That's a movie. So... Two and a half hour long That's a good point. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we've talked about this too with some of the... I mean, Bad Batch season one, they dropped an hour and a half long episode. Yeah. True. I think. Or hour and 15 it's minute. It was, you know, many it, was a, it was a long episode. Many so, movie. Um, so yeah, I think... Do you have anything else for Further Republic? No. Because, so, no, I don't think so. Okay, so what I kind of want to talk about is, and we're going to just generalize spoilers for Andor up until this point, and some of Tales of the Jedi. Liam actually hasn't finished it yet, so I don't. we're not going to talk about the whole thing, but the yeah. first two episodes or so. Yeah. Um, so the introduction to both of the story arcs. And then, uh, yeah, so if you haven't seen those, don't, you know, come back once you have. Yeah. You have been warned. Mm-hmm. Now... Uh, the other thing we really want to talk about is the direction of Star Wars. So it's all going to be kind of tied in where we're headed, how we feel about things that are being made, the quality, project leads, everything like that. So, what's, what's the state of the union almost, yeah. right? What's the state of Star Wars? The state of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, with Dave Filoni, our glorious yeah. <laughs> our glorious Star Wars president. If only. Uh, <laughs> if only. Well, if only he were listening. Yes. He, is, he is our Star Wars commander-in-chief. I, pre- I pretend like he does. is. That's I pretend like he is. Dave, if you're out Dave. there. <laughs> yes. No. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's a good point right now. You know, we're, we're in the middle of uh, the Andor series. Um, when we talked about some of the upcoming media back six months ago, eight months ago or so, we had um, a lot of, sh- you know, we, we still had Kenobi that was going to be coming out. We still had Andor that was yet to be released. Tales of the Jedi was yet to be released, right? And we had just gotten mentions of Mandalorian Season 3 and the Ahsoka show and Bad Batch Season 2. Yeah. And now we have trailers and all that. So we're kind of at this point right now where we're in the middle of what was announced to come. Mm-hmm. Right? And um, I do think it is a good a good point to kind of pause and evaluate um, kind of what you were talking about earlier. You know, we were talking about where is Star Wars? How do we feel about it? Um you know, how does the community feel about it? What's the direction it's heading? So, yeah. if you want to start us off, you can go ahead. And- yeah, so let's let's just actually open up for the last couple of episodes of Andor. Uh, yeah. And let's talk about those. So, um, particularly just with the last two. So, we got the heist episode, yes. finally. Yes. Um, and they that... Pulled, they pulled a Rogue One. They did. They did <laughs> pull a Rogue One. And I will say, uh, we were right yeah. in that... His name is what? It's It's... It's... Nemec. Nemec. Yeah, he died. And we were right so about his name that. is no longer relevant. And <laughs> and he left his manifesto. True. To Andor. Mm-hmm. Who didn't really read it. It was <laughs> see, that went exactly as far as we got. Yeah. However, I like to think that when the Empire was charging him, they were like, We raided your apartment and we found this manifesto <laughs> about overthrowing the Empire. Yeah. Written by a known rebel. Right. right. Uh, awkward taco. Yeah. But, <laughs> so, anyway, so the last episode, 
or two episodes ago, the heist episode was good. It was just a giant, all of it was leading up to that point, and I do feel like it was justified. It was great action. Yeah. We had not very good odds. Most everyone died. Yeah. So. Well, that's the realistic part, too, that you sometimes miss, right, is missions don't always go to plan, and they even had this thing down pat, and then it took one wrong turn, right? And then, oops, you lost half your squad. Yeah. And then killed one of them. Oof. Well, <laughs> yes. And so we'll, we'll I do want to touch on that too, but yeah. so so first I I like that we saw we saw like a different side of the empire as well where, you know, these aren't stormtroopers again, these are just imperial army, which is really cool because that's another, you know, we saw them in the solo movie for Mimban and then we get to see them more yeah here acting in less a less, you know, getting murdered in trench warfare role. So this yeah. is they're like this is a ter- not known as a good assignment. Yeah, well, it's known as a better assignment yeah. than Mimban. <laughs> it's better so than Mimban. Could yeah. be worse. True. So it was interesting to see that um, just them on patrols, yeah. and we found out that the one guy who's I'm just not even gonna try to remember everybody's name, but the one guy was previously a stormtrooper. Cyril? S- no, not Cyril. Cyril is the. Um, Wait, I don't know who you're talking. Oh. Temet, or starts with. I'm not. See, I can't. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's not Nemec. It's no. not Cyril. It's not Bix. It is. It's with a T. Terramin. Terramin. I, I knew it started with a T. Yeah. So Terramin. Uh, Terramin was a stormtrooper, which is why he's kind of more crass and hard. Uh, it's also why he gets killed. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it makes me wonder about Skeen. Because Skeen's laying down cover fire for Terraman when okay. he's running, and then he does it. He like goes back behind cover, and Terraman just gets shot. Which, yeah, if you were yeah. gonna try to, you know, gank all the money from everybody, yeah. you definitely wanted, <laughs> wanted him to be dead. Yes, um, as few shares as possible. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it makes me wonder if that was intentional or not. But that scene, right, which is what you were alluding to. Yes. Right? How do you feel about that scene where uh, he, Skeen, and Andor are talking after the heist? Yeah, um, you know, it's one of these things, too, where we go back, right, a couple episodes, and you see all these characters getting introduced to Andor, or Clem, and, (laughs) you know, Skeen is one of the people who distrusts him the most, right? And he wants to have, you know, what's his creditation? Why do you trust in him? Why do you, and when he finds out he's a mercenary, you know, that's bad news for Skeen, because... Now he's got a mercenary to deal, you know, so... Yeah, another um, another share, another person to eliminate. Another, yeah. I didn't see it coming that he was going to turn. I kind of actually thought that Skeen was testing Andor. Yeah, me too. And was going to, you know, test to see if he'd turn. And then when they got to the ship, he'd, sh- you know, try and shoot Andor and be like, see, I told you you were scum. So the shooting <laughs> really surprised me. And honestly, this kind of leads to one of the things that I know you wanted to cover where... Um, you know, Andor says in Rogue One, right? I've killed, I've murdered, I've stolen, I've done terrible things for the rebellion. I don't know that Skeen wasn't testing Andor, right? Like he still may have been testing him, and Andor shot him. <laughs> Just didn't right? wait to like, find out oh, the truth. Oh no! Well, he was going to betray you, yeah, and then I, she's like, "Well, I don't think that's not, maybe." You know, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I don't know that Andor. It's possible. Could have been certain, right? I I think that we see this act of he's done, you know, things that are questionable, right? right. And so, um, you know, but I, 
it would have been easy for Skeen to shoot Andor and just write it off as he's a mercenary out for money and he can fly the ship with all the money on it. He was about to fly away with he all the money. He went for my gun. He held a gun to me. I shot. Yeah, eh, fair enough. So, you know, I don't... In that scenario, there was no, there was no convincing her right. that, right. that he, he was innocent. Or that it wasn't him. Like it was all. She would have always taken Skeen's side, right? Because right, right, she right. had a close relationship yeah. with him. So yeah, I didn't mind the scene. I mean, I I thought, I thought it was great. Yeah, no, I thought I, it was I, a great I, interaction, and and it's more raw, right? Yeah, like, it brings. Who shot first? Andor. <laughs> Andor shot first. Skeen who, did not shoot at all. Did not. No. <laughs> no. So yeah, but, no. But, I, I thought it was good. Like the episode. Yeah, and I think that this brings up a really good point right and this yeah. is one thing that i constantly harp on where the rebels are bad guys right but when you think about it right the rebels are made up of what enemies of the empire which could be you know you have people who are freedom loving and they, they just want to fight against it for you know their own political beliefs or whatever and that's one thing but who else hates the Empire? Like, criminals, right? So people who are murderers, people yeah. who are thieves, people who uh, hate law and order and are seeking a way to not face justice for crimes that we otherwise would want them to go to jail for, right? right? Skeen makes up the whole story about his brother. That's not true. Right. I, I think he was probably still an orphan and still in all of those, like, correctional facilities. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. like he talked about with Andor, because he has all the tattoos and everything yeah. like that. that makes so. Sense. That makes sense. So he's not a good person, right? Like, he, he he clearly has it out for the Empire and pursues a life of crime in that instance. So that, to me, is where you have to be leery in the Rebellion, especially early on when you're, you're making relationships with people who are criminals, right? Yeah. And this makes me think, again, to something that Disney did with DJ, mm-hmm. right? the Codebreaker, in yep. Episode 8, where they just had to trust this random criminal to break into the ship for them who sells them out immediately, right? Yeah. Well, if you're the rebellion, that's what you're dealing with. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have reputations for people and you're just getting people who hate the Empire, you're dealing with the scum and villainy right. of the galaxy as well. So, sure. sure. Um, that's a raw thing as well that they had to deal with. And yeah. that really shows that, right? There's a well, mercenary, there's a criminal undercover who's trying to double cross him, there's a, a youthful enthusiast who's writing his manifesto yep. there's a def- you know a traitor stormtrooper a traitor lieutenant basically right and they just hate the empire for their own personal reasons right and then the two the two women who i i don't think we ever really got their official stories as to why it is that they hated the empire but yep. but like or yet right because they right. actually they actually right. make it through so we'll hear that yep. i'm sure yep. um soon but but like Again, and we, and we talked about this. Where we talked about the different stories people had for as to why they hate the Empire. Mm-hmm. But, like, the other side of it is some of those people are definitely bad people. Well, and it, and it brings up this dichotomy between Luthen and Mothma, right? Yeah. So the episode, um, the, the deed is done, right? And she comes storming in and she's like, is, was this you? Mm. Was this you? And he's like, listen, you can't have a conscience when you're trying to go down this road. Yeah. Like, it is in motion. Things will happen. People will get hurt. We need the Empire to overreact and show their hand and show how forceful they want to be. And she is basically Which saying, is, yeah. you are, you're a murderer and this was too far. You crossed a line. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, there is no line. Yeah. We're fighting the Empire. We can't have a line or we'll lose. Yeah, he says, go turn yourself in if you feel bad about it. Right. And, and that's <laughs> See and what they'll do. to the point where you have people who are 
idealists on two different spectrums against the empire, right? You have people who want to take the high road, who want to, like Mon Mothma is trying to do, raise money, go out politically, speak out. And then you have people like Luthen, right? And I think this is something that you were getting to earlier and you wanted to expand upon, so I won't go too much into it, but um, I think, you know, this show is kind of showing us um, the, the bad side of the rebellion, right? And then yeah. the good side of the empire, right? And you have mm -hmm. um, people like uh, the ISB, right? And they're trying to make their mission of protection and security and, um, you know, they are preserving the empire and you have people like Luthen and Skeen and Andor who are kind of scummy. And, you know, you do have the Mon Mothmas, but um, there's definitely this line between the good and the bad. Right. And the two approaches are being shown and I'm wondering as we see more and more of Sagrera how much the two different approaches are going to combine into one yeah so this is where I and we both agree right Sagrera terrorist he, he yeah. is he's bad he's bad news and um, the fact that Luthen when you, sells when you blow up schools and hospitals yeah uh, there's not really much coming back from that. All right, and this is stuff he does in the, in the books. Yes. Right? This is stuff he does in the books. And this is where... This is where... It, Luthen's in a really sticky wicket for me, where, you know, I thought he was already bad um, in my from my point of view, right? But, like, selling equipment to Saul Guerrero is really bad news. Like, and something that Mon Mothma definitely would not approve of, right? Correct. And I'll give that to Mon Mothma, right? She is not, she does not get along with him. They definitely do not like one another. And I think it was interesting because we had that conversation between Saul Guerrero and Luthen as well, where he talks about how they're all different factions of the rebellions. I use the plural there, rebellions, because they're all not working with one another. They're working against one another and also against the Empire. And sometimes they play well with one another and sometimes they don't. Right. Which, which is really, really interesting when you think about the implications of that applied to the New Republic after the Empire falls. Like, those other groups don't win out, but, like, those people will still exist. Necessarily be something that the uh, New Republic would have to deal with as well. Right. And whether or not they were in the position to do that with one-tenth of the fleet. Anyway, um, but, <laughs> but they... Uh, yeah, had that really interesting conversation. And this is where, like, everybody along the way is implicated in, like, that, that terror, right? So if, if Luthen buys a part, well, so let's say Bix steals a part from uh, a, an Imperial vessel or whatever and then sells that part to Luthen, and then Luthen sells that part to Saul Guerrero, right? Like, they're all involved in a web of terror there. And right. even though she doesn't know it, she's supplying, like, an actual terrorist with weapons, which is really bad news. And that's where it sucks because like in, in some way those people are hoodwinked because they don't really know what he's doing with it. But like also well, they know it's a legal activity. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm just going to buy this and resell it. Right. So you thought that some shady guy going around the empire was buying weapons and tech peace deals right like what which, did you think was gonna happen which also makes you wonder like luthan's running a business on coruscant right like he's presumably selling his things for profit right so he is he is pro also <laughs> probably engaging in war profiteering 
as it, as far as it goes. As far as like it, the art and the armor and historical the stuff. Art, the, the armor, yeah, he's well, he's got a supply shop. He's got he's using that one as a front, so I won't even hold that against him. He's got his store, he's gotta run that. But like buying parts from Bix and then selling those parts to Saw, I doubt he's taking a loss. Right. Right. Generally speaking. Yes. Right. Now he the, the we see him negotiate it and say that he'll give it to him for free if if he listens to the proposal on somebody else who's he's talking about taking down I think it was an Imperial Power Grid, right? Yeah. And it's like, what, like, why, you, how, that doesn't affect any civilians, right? Yeah. And this is where Luthen's strategy is all bad, right? He's like, hey, the Empire's strangling us slowly. People aren't even, be, even beginning to realize anymore, which is fine. Like, I, I, I get that. Like, I understand that. But, but his solution is then, what we need to do is something so drastic that the Empire will overreact and punish people unreasonably right because yeah. and and whether or not you know that that you know the empire is acting unreasonably in, like in in circumstances right we see andor get accused of a crime and we see someone abuse a shore trooper abuses power and like wrap him up in something which is just it's like kind of weird and i feel like kind of a forced scene at that part but but and he gets like, what was supposed to be a six month sentence becomes a six year sentence which is also doesn't make any sense because what uh i believe it's uh, Colonel Yaloran says that so head of the ISB says that he it's the sentences are to be doubled yeah. but his is multiplied by 10 <laughs> like, I don't know I, 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 I didn't understand that really 20 12 oh yeah you're, no 20 6 months to 6 years 6 months times 2 is 1 year times 6 is 12 multiply by 2 and then you multiply by 6 it's 12 you're right. That would be 20 years. That would be 10 years. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was like, it was 10 years. No. In my brain, I was like, 10 years. No. You're right. So, 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 so it's, it's multiplied by 12. That doesn't make any sense because that doesn't. It's still more than two. It's still, yeah. <laughs> like way over what it was supposed to be. So I don't know what they did there. I don't know how that worked out. They also teased us with the K2SO droid there, which yeah, is like yeah, yeah. the security droids. Yeah. Not to be trifled with. Apparently take orders no. very literally. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, yeah. You I, hang here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Well, so this goes back to... This goes back to our first episode. Right. Throwback. Right? Here at who, the end who, of the season. Right. Is the Empire really the bad guy in Star Wars? Um, and I think we both stand justified. I think we both feel like we stand justified in our opinions. And... And in my opinion, ending that episode was, I think the Empire is the bad guy. Really? I just also <laughs> think the Rebels can be the bad guys, right? I think that it's not, like, I don't think one side is quote-unquote the good guys. I think that each side has their faults and that the Rebel Alliance just has more good people working to achieve justice and peace through the right means. So, I will also say that we both agreed that if the Empire were to be headed by Thrawn, yes. that, we would, that we would ally with Thrawn. Because, again, his what did thrawniness. I just say, right? Yes, his, his <laughs> grand thrawniness. Um, no, because he has beautiful red eyes that I get lost <laughs> yeah, in. I get lost in those starstruck. <laughs> no, starstruck. No, but he is a generally good person and well-intentioned person, right? right? He's a well-intentioned person 
who has a plan for justice and peace, right? We see him throughout the books. I won't go too, into too much yeah. detail because Jared hasn't finished them yet. My bad, my um, bad. It's okay, I still haven't finished episode nine. Rip. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'll just put that on myself. Our episode nine. He Our has episode watched nine. episode nine. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, no, but Thrawn, right, He as he rises up throughout the Empire, he sees corruption and favoritism and even some like like i don't know like not necessarily violence but like he sees a lot of bad people with ill intentions in the empire and he never conforms right he does his own thing has his own path and even with favor of the empire from the like almost very beginning he still proves himself, right? right? He proves himself a worthy admiral. There's merit, right? He rises up, not because of favoritism, but because of what he's done. Correct. And he has a plan in place. And there's more stuff from the second series that we could go into. But, but you get the point, yeah, right? So, And so this is where I think that um, we're seeing a lot of what the Rebellion can do that's bad. Well, so, and, that, and that's where what I wanted to say is like, the Empire is the vehicle for government isn't necessarily the bad guy here, right? It, it is potential individuals who get into those positions of power and abuse it, which could be the same thing for the Republic, which yep. could be the same thing for the Rebellion, could be the same thing for, right? Like Saul Guerrero is in, is in a yeah. Rebellion position, right? And so it does depend on how you look at it and where you square up. But, but the reason I say Thrawn in particular as well is because this means that we are, of course, on the same side for the Mandalorian arc. Yes. Potentially. Yes. Because it does get a little well, dicey once you throw Mandalorian. Uh, yes. I love Thrawn. Uh, I also love the Mandalorian. Are they going to be mortal enemies? Yes. I really hope Absolutely. Not. I really hope Absolutely. the Mandalorian becomes Thrawn's I've personal, like, no. mercenary. He wouldn't <laughs> die. <laughs> he would what? Hey, Thrawn has to die. That's Unfortunately, Thrawn has to die because otherwise episode 7, 8, 9 would be very Well, different. and that's, well, Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. I won't go into details, but yeah. maybe not. Does he get purgled away again? No. <laughs> it just keeps happening. It just no. keeps happening. Stop! So, stop it with the space whale! So this, I think, then brings us around to the point of the state of Star Wars, right? Yeah. Where are we now um, in Star Wars as a whole, and how do we feel about it? So um, as far as content goes... Um, we are on a path where all of the stories are kind of converging along one main story arc, right? We do have stories like The Bad Batch and Kenobi that are um, showing us some Imperial invasive force, right? It was more so on the Inquisitor side in Kenobi, but in The Bad Batch, we see a lot of the clones, right? The clones staying on planets longer than they were supposed to, turning into stormtroopers, becoming the Imperials, right? And we see some of that in The Mandalorian as well, right? These shows are all kind of interconnected. Um, I think, you know, Andor definitely has a lot to do with that, right? But right now, the big focus is on the turning of Episode 3 into Episode 4. That's where a lot of the content is. Not as much on The Mandalorian side of things, but... Most everything else is. And even with The Mandalorian, um, it's very reminiscent of 3 to 4, right? It's just the opposite side is in power. And we're seeing the in-between times, then before in Episode 9, now the First Order is back in control. So I I think we're very much on the position of the filling in the gaps, right? And 
and fair enough. We've got the movies, right? There's a lot of the story that's been told there, but I really feel like um, the series that we're getting are very focused on a similar plot. It's either very between episode three and four focused, or it's between episode six and seven focused. Um, I don't like that we're not getting movies. I think that takes away from it. I, I, I enjoy the series a lot, right? I've been a big fan of a lot of the series, and there have been some of the TV series that I'm not as big of a fan on. But, you know, The Mandalorian and The Clone Wars were really good because they filled in the gaps. But they filled in the gaps between the main content. And I feel like, you know, the trilogies that, that we were getting, even with the sequel trilogy... I think there was some mistakes that were made. I think there were some parts that I really didn't like, some choices I didn't agree with. But don't get me wrong. Before each movie, watching the trailer, I was so hyped. Right? It was really yeah. exciting to get new movies. And and the movies just have a different weight to them. And they have a different pacing. And it it has, I think, a bigger impact because of all the hype that gets built up. And so... I think we're kind of at the point where I think The Mandalorian um, being a TV show and Andor being a TV show could both have led into Thrawn movies, right? Either one of them. You could have both scenarios where, you know, Thrawn works with Yularen, right? He works with the ISB at certain points, right? You you have some connections and Mandalorian, we know we're going to see Thrawn. But I, I think that in a movie setting, you could get um, on either end, right, a, a meaningful story. And I think the movies bring something that the TV shows don't. The TV shows, you watch an episode and they always leave you on a cliffhanger and they and then another cliffhanger and then another cliff... And you watch a couple episodes and it's a mini arc. And you watch a couple episodes and a mini arc. But to me, I feel like there's been a lot of filler content. For all the TV, for Kenobi, for Andor, even a little bit in the Bad Batch, like there's filler content, yeah. And the stories are good, uh, you know. I, I like them overall, but a lot of it's filler content. And when you have a movie, you don't really have time for filler content, right? It, not always. Sometimes they throw some things in, and and you know we won't necessarily talk about Canto Bite, but. <laughs> um, but, but more often that movie than, was a mistake. Yeah, that was, <laughs> but. But I feel like with movies, right, with Rogue One, I there wasn't anything there that wasn't necessary, right? I, I don't think. I, I mean, I think that the... the end, Okay. I think what you could call filler content is very small, right? Yes. I, and, and so this is where I think as we are looking at Star Wars as a whole, I think that the fact that they're not doing movies takes away from the grandiose of what Star Wars is supposed to be as a space opera and turning it into a bunch of filler content that supports really good content that I enjoy. So I'm not just trying to take a crap on Star Wars. Like, I am enjoying Andor. I enjoyed The Bad Batch. I yep. really liked a lot of the stuff. But um, I, think you're, I think they're diluting the meaning of what the stories could be. Interesting. I'll say, as far as Rogue One goes, obviously I love that movie, but I would say, filler content-wise, Saul Guerrero's space octopus that can read your mind and determine whether or not you were lying could have probably been avoided when he uses that on Bodhi. Nope. I don't feel like that was needed. Nope. 100% necessary. <laughs> don't feel like that was needed. <laughs> 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 
Okay, Saul, where'd you get that? First of all, second of all, what? <laughs> but, um... <laughs> so, I am kind of indifferent on it. I, so I agree with you that I love the movies and the hype for the movies is real. However, the last couple of movies have set me up for such great disappointment that I am, I am hopeful for the 2025 December standalone movie. Yeah. Because I actually liked the standalone movies, right? I like yeah. Rogue One a lot, and I like I actually like the solo movie. So I'm not scared about the standalone movie because, yeah. in, in some way, the damage is limited on a standalone movie. Yeah. I'm worried for things like when well, we start getting movie content again, like Taki Waititi's promised trilogy, right, which may or may not happen. They're both very dodgy, being Star Wars, Lucasfilm, Disney, and Takiwaititi about answering whether or not he actually has that trilogy. Um, they, I was like, I can neither confirm nor deny. Um, personally, I did not like Thor Love and Thunder at all, and I felt like he, I feel like personally he's taking on a lot of projects because Ragnarok was so good uh, that he all of a sudden got a lot of stuff to do and he's been really busy and I don't know if Thor Love and Thunder suffered from him being so busy and so pressed and but it's also unfortunate that you know Ragnarok was great because it, it was funny but it was also serious and he was like oh people like funny Thor let's just make yeah. Thor Love and Thunder funny all the time and it's like okay uh, Gore the God Butcher is not like it's not funny all the yeah. time, you know, and it felt well, funny all the time. And so I'm worried about his Star Wars trilogy, right? Yeah. And if, if it's like Thor Ragnarok, I, because I, before I watched Thor Love and Thunder, let me just say this, before I watched Thor Love and Thunder, I was very excited about the trilogy. And then I watched it and I was like, oh crap, he is capable of producing not good content. Well, in, in Ragnarok too, you did have a lot of depth to the story as well, Absolutely. right? Like we saw <laughs> spoilers for the Marvel universe as well. <laughs> Sorry, we thought by it's saying all by Disney. saying all of Star Wars that we covered our bases with spoilers. Turns out we just yeah the whole <laughs> the whole Disney canon. The one time we alert. actually recorded it in front of the episode and didn't have to splice it back in, and and, and here we are. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you had a depth where you had a character like Hulk who was at in a deep depression, right? And, th and that mattered. That was, you know, why wasn't he on planet Earth during these events? He was here. He was miserable. He was depressed. Right? Yeah, like, Hulk was scared. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think that brings back to your what you are saying, right? And I agree. I don't think we need a Thrawn trilogy. But I think, like, well, if we... Well, no, hang on. <laughs> I do think we need multiple Thrawn movies. Yes. <laughs> but I, but I don't know that we necessarily need it to be a trilogy, right? Like... Like, make the story. Right. And then make however many movies you need to tell the story. Don't... And this is where Disney comes in. Disney makes their money on merch. Merch, 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 merch. They want to sell you all their merch, all their licensing, all that stuff, right? And and fair enough, they have really good stuff. I buy a lot of their stuff. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a supporter of it. I get it. But also, I become less of a supporter of it when the story gets diluted by it, right? And that's why I didn't buy as much or care as much about the sequels was yeah. I thought the story was was a bit diluted. And I think if you were to have all that we've had with the TV series, right? This is the perfect setup. You get The Mandalorian. You mm -hmm. get Book of Boba Fett. You get Ahsoka. You get all these TV shows. We might not have Rangers of the, uh, the Resistance anymore, but... Rangers of the New Republic. Or Rangers of the New Republic, yeah. Um, well, it's canceled either way. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But if you have all those leading up to this main event and then we get a Thrawn movie, 
Sam out of come on like that that seems like really great if they're gonna try and do all of this and put that within the Ahsoka series again I worry that they're gonna have too much filler content and it's and it's going to not be as powerful of a movie, right? But you could see Thrawn coming in, right? Introducing Thrawn in a movie, and then whatever happens, happens. And then you have another TV show, or maybe you have another movie, right? Maybe it's two movies, right? I, but right. I just, I think that the, the story is powerful enough that he needs to be a focus. And if he's going to die, I feel like if he dies in a TV show, that doesn't do service to what we've been getting in. It, it's hard because, yeah, but he's also, if he's in a TV show, he will be in more content than he would be if he was in a movie. If you took the movies alone, General Grievous is nothing. True. It, it, it took the series to make that worthwhile. And I don't know that if Grievous had died in the Clone Wars that it would have been less meaningful to me than if he had died in Episode 3. I don't actually think that that would have changed... I, I, but it was the series that built that meaning into that character, right? I, I, we really needed that because, but, yeah. but that was built into the movie. So I, I, I mean, I see what you're saying on one hand, but on the other hand, I, I want more content with him. But the other thing I'll have to say about it is this: the Soka series, from what we know, is only one season. Yeah. So in a way, I think that is a movie. No, but again, it's not. Because with the TV episodes, they're not releasing them all at once. Right. So what they do is they want to keep you on your edge. Yes. Every After every episode, mm-hmm. right? They want you to have the cliffhanger. They want you to come back next week. They want the viewer count, right? The consistent viewer count episode after episode. And that's how the game works. I'm not faulting them for that. Right. But, but I think, again, it dilutes the story to the point where you're not getting as meaningful of... A story. So, uh, you know, this is this is somewhat hypothetical, right? I don't, like, I don't know if I don't know if they've been playing the cliffhanger game as much as they have been in the past, because I don't feel like leaving off on Cyril at the Bureau of Statistics was a really big <laughs> was a big cliffhanger that I was I was like, oh no, he's working his but, desk job. But <laughs> leaving off on Mon Mothma talking to Vel about her having political ideals that were maybe a little bit too harsh for his taste i mean you know they're they're it's the completion of a mini arc right oh we're coming to the end of this well and then we're gonna bring it back up and then we're gonna come to the end and so yeah i i I get that i i guess i just disagree i definitely prefer the series i think to to getting the movies i really enjoy the prolonged content and personally because i like yes whereas we get the filler and sometimes that sucks and i don't like it when there's a whole bunch of episodes where nothing happens don't get me wrong but i do think that is more rare uh but i i like sometimes well i like when it's good anyway when there's (laughs) when when we get the little spice of life things that happen in the background of star wars when things aren't always happening all of the time and so to me that provides insight into the universe that i like i do like the tv shows i don't want just movies i think they need to strike a healthy balance right because they have not released a movie since episode nine correct yeah but it sucked that's why well well right (laughs) but and they've transitioned to the tv shows right but it's been what three years I think three years. I think, I think it's been longer than that. No. Was it 2019? I think 2019. 
think it was 2018, I thought. Was it 2018? No, I think it was 2019. No, because um, uh, Force Awakens was 2015. And then we had Rogue One. And then we had Last Jedi. And then we had Solo. And then we had... Yeah, 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't realize so, I was already... I didn't realize I had already graduated. But I didn't yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, 2019. So, it's been three years since we've gotten a Star Wars movie. And... You know, we had five years of one Star Wars movie every year. You know, I... But, I mean, to be fair, when Lucas had it, we went how long in between Correct. episode Correct. six and episode one. That seems to me... That's but I just think but. you can strike a healthier balance between the TV shows and the movies, right? I think if you did one movie a year or one movie every other year, right? Like, I, I do think... Now, let me say this. I think that they it was healthy for them to pause... After the movies. I do think they were in a spot where they said, all right, this has not been good. For the, as good as yeah. it could have been, we have not done that. Right? We have fallen short of what we could have done. Let's pause, step back, focus on what's working, and let's slowly reintroduce the movies. Fine. If that's what it takes to get better content, I'm not opposed to that. Right. I just... I'm with three years without any movies, and now six. we might not get one right until twenty twenty five. Okay, so let's think. But they needed to take time, right? Like you said, to assess what movie they needed to make. Yeah, because they did not want them to jump into it, right? So you're like, yeah, they needed to take time, and they did. And then it's they can't just produce a movie. Like they can't just produce a Star Wars movie. It takes right. a very long time yes. for them to get started on things. Yeah, and so here we are. Yeah. 2025 that's like a yeah. reasonable amount of time so like at this point in time if they're starting to get things together just now like they've finished the story then like yeah. presumably they have to start hiring actors and actresses yeah. they gotta start yeah getting no, sets and, and, and the production and especially with covid like i, I things got pushed back for yes, a year yes, so, so. You know, let's say let's say five years technically because yeah they lost a year it feels yep. like but but this is where, and this is where I see what you're saying, and like we have three more years of getting absolutely slain by series, right? Z's, series, series, ah, that's the one. <laughs> no, yeah. um, so what what would we think? That's one, two, three, like maybe at most three more seasons of yeah. of Mando. The one series, <laughs> the one <Yeah>. season, <laughs> the one season of Ahsoka. We've got. Uh, the Acolyte show. Yeah. We've got... I mean, so I just, these things coming in the next year, like, if they have multiple seasons. We have Andor again, hopefully yeah. next year. Right? Yeah, we have yeah, the second season, yeah. but... Which will be great. Know, and this... They, they tend to drift, right? Yes. That's what they... It's not like it releases what this one came out in September. It's not like it'll be... Or end of August. Yeah. It's not like it'll be August next year. Yeah. Right? Like, right. it may be december of next year see so, yeah. right. well <laughs> so, and that's and that's yeah and that's where it's like mandalorian slowly drifted episode one christmas day well you can't really count yeah. that as 2022 yeah. that's yeah. not fair that one does, episode in that doesn't count yeah. so here's where i get stuck though right and that's correct that's that's yeah. where we are um there doesn't seem you know to be a vision for the movie and, and this may just be 
my complaints may be resolved with what they're doing. They might be working on this, and it's just taking them longer. Ladies and gentlemen, he's going to see Thrawn on the screen for the first time and take everything back. Like, <laughs> Give me more filler. I want to see Thrawn just sitting at his desk. <laughs> just doing paperwork. <laughs> just, doing paperwork. <laughs> just sitting, just memorizing looking at artwork. <laughs> reading a book. <laughs> looking at art. Yes, looking at art. That is that is good Thrawn content. Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> He's accurate. Yes. More accurate. That yeah. is what I want. And it's your do-do-do-do in the background. <laughs> low-playing music. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I just, I look at Marvel. Oh, right? yeah. I, and and, I and it's, it's hard because Marvel had a vision, right? No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Big rip guy. Ah, too Marvel, soon, too soon. Marvel had a vision with their story, I right? Love they, Paul Benny. Yeah, great guy. Great guy. <laughs> Um, Left him in a Night's Tale. Yeah, we just um, watched that. We just watched that <laughs> yes, yesterday. That's yeah. a good movie. If you that's haven't great... watched a Night's Tale, it's on Netflix. It's one of my wife's favorite movies. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Um, but Marvel had a cohesive vision, right, for these yes. for these movies. And, had. And Keywords. Had a cohesive vision, yes. And now they just got ripped away. Which, um, yeah. yeah. And, but no, so I think you had, right, all the movies leading up to Avengers, right? That was a big plot. And then you had all the movies leading up to Avengers 2, right? And th- so they would have these side movies and then they would have the culmination with the Avengers movie, right? And so that's what it was. It was Black Widow, or not Black Widow, but um, they had Thor and Iron Man and Captain America and Hulk and then you got Avengers, right? And I feel like that's where we could be with the Star Wars movies. You could have Ahsoka and Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett and then you get a Thrawn movie, now, right? And then you get Andor and you get Bad Batch and you get... Kenobi, and then you get a Rogue One type, you know, like, I, so, but they're not there, to, right? To your point. Yes. The Book of Boba Fett could have been a movie. Yes. That had a lot of uselessness in it. Book of Boba Fett had a lot, a lot of what I might call filler. <laughs> that was probably, that was the one with the most filler in it. I, Book of Boba Fett and Kenobi disappointed me with the filler. There was good stories. I liked them overall. But there was enough content that I felt like we didn't need, and more so with Book of Boba Fett than Kenobi. Yeah. But, Which is why I'm saying I feel like they're trending away from it. And, and fair enough. And maybe they are. You know, and again, that's why my complaints might be resolved. And yeah. I don't have a big issue. I'm more happy than I am unhappy. I'm just a little bit disgruntled because I feel like there could be more and they could be doing better, and they're not. You know what we need? We need a movie about the street youths, biker gang street youths of Mos Espa. Oh my gosh. That was such a mistake. If you're out there, please, please don't ever do that again. Don't. Don't do that again. That was, <sighs> that was terrible. Um, okay, so I see what you're saying. You know, yes. I, I do see your grievance. I just, I think, again, I'm worried about the movies. I'm worried about... Because they do have a different weight to them, like you said. Yeah. So when they do mess up a movie, it sure. is a bigger deal. Um, because it's really messed up. Yep. No, and <laughs> somehow yeah. Palpatine returned, right? So, Those are the type of things I'm afraid of, right? Yeah. You can't you cannot get away with that in a series. Yeah. Right? You can't you can't say somehow Palpatine returned. Right. No, that that's just and lazy writing. That, that, and that well, right, but you in a series that wouldn't you would be like, how you have the time right. to explain right. these things. And so, you, like, it just wouldn't make any sense. It would be like, this is 
really it's a bad in a movie it's yeah. terrible in a series because you had the extra time to explain stuff like that but so for my personal thing my takeaway from this right or your takeaway from my understanding of this or my opinion i guess is that i think that star wars is in a good spot right now that we have a yes. movie announced right mm -hmm. they're working towards it now we have some we have a good lineup of shows that are coming i think acolyte will be great because it's looking backwards again yep so now we're going into a, a, a more unexplored territory so that's always good um we have you know we have mandalorian and we have um we still have higher ahsoka i haven't read any higher public content since the, that's like, the what last they do. that's what they should do they should release a higher public movie and then use but, the books and the and the but, comics. But now it's so series. explored. Yeah. But now it's so explored. Yeah. So they have to retcon their own content, which is something that entails the Jedi. We see a little bit of. So I, you know, I can't mention too much because Liam hasn't even seen it so, all the way through. So, um, which is another thing. Tales of the Jedi was great. It was really. I yeah. do think it was pretty safe, right? I think that's something people have been talking sure. about. It's pretty safe content. But oh my gosh, it was great yeah. and. Um, not to echo Star Wars theory on this one, to be honest with you, but th they could do other things like this where you expand on this and add Tales of the Jedi, Tales of the Sith. Yeah. Right? Tales of, you know, so you could do, yeah. you go back and forth and do these little yeah. series. That's what, That was his suggestion. I don't take credit for that one. That would be great. I do very much so agree with that. But, like Liam said, like, I, I do want to see movies eventually. I am worried, but it has to happen. Yep. We have this one in 2025. We know it takes place after episode nine. Not really where I want to see a movie, um, but I am interested. You've piqued my curiosity. Yes. Look, right. here's the thing. And I, I think I will close with this. If I have to wait six years from episode nine to episode ten to, or I guess, episode 12, <laughs> 9B, whatever. <laughs> if we have to wait six years and have a six-year movie drought in between movies, right... But then they do exactly what I'm talking about, and they do create a cohesive vision for what they want next, and they use that to propel Star Wars forward. It's worth it, yeah. Right at the end of the day, I agree. I think Star Wars is in a really good spot. I think exploring the different content that they've been pursuing for the past few years through the books and through certain different, you know, forms Avenues, of media. Right? right? Yeah, I think that's good. I'm. I'm going to be disappointed if they can't um turn the ship from where the movies ended to a new point right so all i'm saying is palpatine better not have returned somehow palpatine in this returns, movie <laughs> or there is another death star i'm done i will be upset i'm not done i'm I will, not I will, no I you be won't be done <laughs> i just consider that headcanon gone yes so on that note we're gonna wrap this episode up it's a little bit more informal. We're jumping back into it. So just kind of wanted to talk about where Star Wars was at yeah. today. You know, hopefully we'll be back with you in uh, a couple weeks with another episode. Yeah. Um, we'll try to get it out to you as soon as we can. Like I said, we got life stuff and we're trying to meet and it's been a little difficult yeah. lately. But please check us out on all of our platforms. I mean, you can find us on Anchor. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, I mean, we're on Spotify, Spotify yeah. Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts. Whatever Audible. Called. Audible. We're all yep. over the place. Yep. Um, Please check us out and share, 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 share. share if you enjoy, please. please share with a friend. Um, and with that, we're going to call it. Thanks yeah. for listening.